The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we'll do the chant that we normally do on Sunday morning, the suffusion with the divine abidings, and that's in that document there. If you want to open it up and chant along or just listen to the words, I highly recommend that you commit to memory this simple phrase from the Buddha that is repeated four times in this chant, once for loving kindness, then compassion, then gladness or appreciative joy, and then equanimity. These are the four divine abodes or the four beautiful immeasurables. They're called sometimes these capacities we have for the heart to be truly open and friendly and inclusive. So even when we're in the vicinity of suffering, our own or others, then the heart knows how to open with compassion. When we're in the vicinity of really beautiful experience, other people's success or happiness, we have this capacity to be open and relaxed and connecting with mudita, appreciative joy, or here it's translated as gladness. And even when things are really ambiguous or confusing, are hard to understand, still the heart has this capacity to open in a loving, friendly way with equanimity. I don't know what the heck's going on, but I'm willing to be open. I'm willing to be connected. And this is the capacity of equanimity to be balanced no matter the conditions. So let's go ahead and do this chant. And now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide <clears throat> pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will, I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, <clears throat> exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, 
and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. <clears throat> So take your time and let's all settle into a posture which just needs to be good enough. So upright in a way that supports alertness and released and relaxed and soft in a way that supports comfort and a sense of safety and supports a relative stillness in the sitting posture. Of course, there may be some movements, but we value being relatively still in the sitting. And to really build our capacity, because this outer stillness of the bodily posture, it supports an inner quiet. When the Buddha was talking about the benefits from collecting the mind, collecting the heart in the present moment, one of the most common phrases he used in talking about the, just the simple, straightforward benefit is he referred to it as a pleasant abiding here and now. And even after the Buddha's deep awakening, when he was around 35, for 45 years, he would talk about how he would, every single day for sometimes long period of time, he would go for his pleasant abiding here and now. He would do his meditation practice. And so as we settle in 
and really feel ourselves joining this community of human beings who have really appreciated this privilege of being able to sit down, to be relatively still in this upright and relaxed posture, and to use this simple form of sitting still to practice gathering, unifying the heart in the present moment. It's a way of going from our habit of being distracted and scattered and the mind dissipated. And we learn over time how to gather and unify and collect and stabilize the heart and mind in a way that feels good. And this feeling good of course, we can directly feel now. So it's not theoretical. And the benefits of gathering, unifying around this present moment awareness, the benefits are here and now. There's also many good benefits set in motion for the future, but Sense, if you can, this pleasant abiding here and now, this gathering and unifying. And we'll just call it sustained present moment awareness. And you can use your thoughts initially to help sustain present moment awareness, like the thought, this is being known, or the thought breathing in is being felt. So there's all kinds of ways initially that our thinking mind can be put into the service of this sustained present moment awareness. Even asking questions from time to time, what's the mind knowing? what's being known now. And in this way, using whatever helps, we're deepening this value, this valuing of the present moment, present moment awareness. And we're renouncing the habit of being lost in thought. Caught up in some narration or inner dialogue where the mind is no longer aware that this is happening, this is being known. And that's really the definition of being lost in thought, being oblivious to what the mind is knowing. And so much of the initial learning in our practice is just this wisdom that understands what it means to be present. The sense of wholeness, 
the sense of stability, the sense of inclusivity, in learning especially how to sustain this present moment awareness. And whereas initially it can be quite useful to use thought or meditation phrases to help sustain present moment awareness eventually When they're not needed, we want to wean the mind off of thought. But we don't do that by rejecting thought. We just let it fall into the background thinking. It just falls into the background of the mind. And just the movement of body and mind, just the present moment activity All of this is being known, being felt. So we could call this sustained, silent, present moment awareness. Silent in the sense that we're not dependent on thoughts. Even if there is thinking, And it's a real discovery or an insight actually to realize that the sustained, silent, present moment awareness isn't dependent on any thought or in any interpretation, the mind defining the experience for itself. that being present isn't dependent on the concept of being present. It isn't dependent on anything. Or you could say it's dependent on the putting aside of distractedness, being lost in thought. So we keep valuing this attentiveness to the activity of the present moment, thoughts, sensations, sounds, sights, emotion, touch, all of which is being known here and now. So we're learning not to be afraid of the diversity, all the movement of what's happening, what's coming and going here and now in the present moment. So we're realizing that the diversity, the activity 
Is it in any way in the way of this sustained present moment awareness? And even if you're in the habit of using a meditation anchor, of course, if it's a habit, then the mind will be noticing that anchor like the breath or the whole body sitting. But don't intentionally at this point focus on that meditation anchor, just experience Experiment with this more open and inclusive awareness of just the totality of what's coming and going, the activity of the mind and body here and now, so that we really have the sense of sustaining present moment awareness. When you need to use thought, then use thought, but when you can do it in a silent way, sustaining awareness without thought, then notice what that's like. And every time we notice that the mind is caught up in thought, right then in that moment, there can be some gratitude, recognizing that the mind is distracted is how we begin again. So it's a moment that should include some happiness of beginning again. To notice what it feels like to be attached to the content of thought and to remember, to recognize this is being known here and now. That attachment is something being known. The addictiveness to thought is being known, being felt. It's just another thing being known in this diverse activity of the present moment. So in that sense, we make peace with distractedness. There's no need to be frustrated or no need to get tight about distraction. Simply recognize it as a present moment phenomena. And the allure or seductiveness of the distraction weakens. 
simply by recognizing it for what it is. This tug toward that addictive attachment to thought and ideas and the juiciness of our mental activity. But wisdom understands it's just that being numb, being seen, being felt, it's just that. Here and now, in the present moment, it's just the next thing being known. And that brings in this very wholesome quality of dispassion, which is very much related to the pleasure of being present. It's a subtle and simple pleasure, a grounded pleasure. Remember, we're learning how to be loyal to this capacity for sustained, open, silent, present moment awareness. And you can practice with the eyes open or closed, aware of the diversity of bodily and mental activities coming and going. but not feeling obliged to control or think about whatever's coming and going. Just let the movement of the present moment move. 
Notice, if you can, that the pleasure of being present really is related to this non-dependence on anything fixed. Or you could say, making peace with everything in motion, everything moving, no ground. And in this way, this experience of being present, which on the one hand can feel very tranquil and calm, can also have lots and lots of energy, real brightness. As we just sense no need for any fixed ground, that everything that's being known is coming and going Everything being known is in motion. And just practice appreciating and trusting this.
And for the last few minutes of our set, again, we're loyal to the sustained, open, silent, present moment awareness. And this diversity of bodily and mental activities coming and going, moving, moving, moving. So for the last few minutes, just emphasizing the being known more than the particular objects that are being known. So we're just aware that there's knowing, there's knowing, there's more knowing. There's always knowing, knowing experience is being known, but emphasizing the being known. Can we keep the knowing in mind for the next few minutes? any, in a way, wisdom simply discerns moment by moment. Wisdom is discerning that everything, absolutely everything, is being known here and now. That's what wisdom is keeping in mind, that it's being known here and now. So if you get frustrated, that's being known here and now. Or if you're feeling really peaceful, that's being known here and now. And this can provide a taste of that deeper pleasure or freedom from attachment, dispassion, letting go. Just to learn how to align with the knowing, align with the awareness, not so much the objects that are being known, (laughs) 